What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. Uh, Today, we are sharing with you a bonus interview. Usually Thursdays is when we share interviews with an expert or a special guest. Uh, But today, we're doing something a little bit different because we have an extraordinary recovery story that I wanted to share with you guys firsthand. Now, this is somebody who has recently recovered. So, you know, other recovery stories that you hear are of somebody who, you know, made it to the other side and they got free and now they started their organization. This is somebody who has just gotten free and he is just teeming with life, uh, with potential. A bunch of things have changed in his life because of his freedom. And it's super, super exciting to see. And I want to share this story with you. You may recall that when I was struggling, I made it a habit or not a habit, but as much as I could, I would get myself in front of other people who were getting free because I knew if I could hear their stories and just get inspiration and get reminded that other people are doing it, it would inspire me and remind me to do the same. And it was really, really useful. And I recommend you guys do the same thing. That's why I'm sharing this story with you today. I really believe this is going to help you. Um, And this is an extraordinary guy. This guy uh, was a college basketball star, played in the NBA, He's played professional basketball for uh, about about a decade, I think, before God called him to something different. But in his years as a professional basketball player, really got caught up in the culture, just the ugly side of it, uh, the womanizing and the drinking and the sort of hypersexuality, locker room talk, all that kind of stuff. And it's just amazing to see uh, what God was able to do in his heart, in his life. And despite uh, those years of, you know, many mistakes and really crossing a lot of lines he never thought he'd cross, um, God has seen him through. And now he's able to um, enjoy his freedom. He's about to get married and uh, become a father because the woman he's marrying has a daughter. Uh, And he also is, you know, brave enough and strong enough to share his story on a public platform like this. So it's just amazing to see the recovery. I know you're going to be inspired. Uh, I want to encourage you, as you listen to this, take some notes. Just pay attention to what are what are the things that helped him, what are the things that made a difference in his life, and think about what it might look like for you to apply those in your own. And the other thing I want to remind you as well, at the same time, do not compare. Everybody has their own journey, their own recovery experience, and um, for some people it happens quickly, some people it takes longer, some people it's dramatic, some people it's subtle. There's no right or wrong here, but just receive the inspiration. Let your heart be reminded. This is doable. There's another person on planet Earth who has done it recently, and you can do it too. Without further ado, here's my interview with Patrick Young. So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. All right, so I'm here with Patrick Young, and Patrick, we have been uh, working together here for quite a while now, man. You've been in deep clean for, I don't even, I'm not sure, I've, I've lost count here. Since October? October, okay, yeah. I think okay. so. Yeah, that sounds about maybe, right. Maybe a little before that. I can't yeah, remember it could exactly. be. I probably should have done my homework a little bit before we hit record, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's been, it's been amazing. A really cool journey, and you've had just um, 
some incredible things happen while you've been here. Uh, we were just talking before we hit record about just the maturity and kind of the maturation process that God's had you on this last year where it feels like you've matured a decade, you know, in the span of maybe a, a year, year and a half. So uh, before we jump into all of that, maybe just give a little bit of background. I think uh, our listeners especially would be curious to just hear a little bit about your your vocation as well, what you were doing um, before, I guess, 2020. Right. Uh, so everyone, I'm, I'm in, currently in Jacksonville, Florida, in the house that I grew up in, my, obviously my parents' house. Uh they have been together for now 36 years. Uh, very fortunate and blessed to have had that example. Um, my parents helped me um, become the man who I am today. Uh, grew up in the church, grew up um, being around that environment, you know, knew the stories of the Bible. Um, you know, obviously growing up in the kingdom kids or all those type type things. But uh, as I was growing, growing up, my primary interest uh, was into sports. Um, I became... First off, I was a baseball player majority of my life growing up, something my dad really helped me uh, to develop and fall in love with. Then as I got older, as I got taller, I'm um, currently six foot nine, uh, wow. 200, 250 pounds. So as you can, there's not a lot of six foot nine <laughs> baseball players. So at, at around around in high school, yeah, after my, after my sophomore year, I was still playing dual sports. That's when I kind of made the transition of like, I don't want to play baseball anymore I kind of wish I still did um I was slacking on my grades at that time that's why I really that's that's the truth you really want to know why I stopped playing baseball so my mom made me decide and uh around that time is when I started getting recruited with basketball ended up playing basketball at the University of Florida for four years uh where we went on to uh under Billy Donovan 2010 to 2014 we went on to win um three SEC regular season titles uh, one conference tournament. We went to three lead eights and a uh, final four my senior year. Wow. Um, after after college basketball, I got my degree in telecommunications uh, there, my undergrad. After that, went on to the NBA for a little bit. Um, after the NBA, for a short, short amount of time, I went and played overseas. I played in Turkey, Greece, Italy, and Israel for about seven years. Uh, had some injuries uh, throughout the time there. Um, some great memories, fantastic memories. But after I ended up uh, retiring due to injuries and just kind of not wanting to spend so much of my life overseas, I came back home. Um, didn't know what I was going to do next. Yeah. Prayed, prayed, prayed. Stayed here, but being present with my family. That would have been in 2021. Uh, got a job with the SEC Network, where I'm now doing broadcasting as well. I'm working for a uh, tech company doing nft work and now and also uh during this time that i've known Cynthia, uh he's known me since i uh started dating uh pretty much my fiance uh and before i proposed to her so um I'm yeah let there. me pause let me pause okay. you there let's let's yeah. not drop too many goods here this is this is okay good. This sorry is good. no 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 that's good man that's really good so um i think people hear that you know you had this pretty cool basketball career and I mean, it is, it's amazing what you did. And, and obviously you were, uh, you're very gifted and, and you got the genetics as well in your favor, which is amazing, man. But I think uh, people probably don't really understand the other side of it. What comes with being a professional athlete, not just the pressure, but kind of the lifestyle of like, this is what we do. This is the guy stuff. Um, that could be drugs. That could be strip clubs, um, all that kind of stuff. Can you just give us a little snapshot about what that kind of, that aspect of being a professional athlete looked like for you? Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing is, I think it's something people know about, 
in the sense of like a kind of generalization that that happens within professional sports that like a lot of NBA players are smoking weed or just spending a lot of money and and living this extravagant lifestyle. And but it's it's nothing that you know the 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 effects of those having on a man's psyche on what it really means to be a man will, will definitely affect you. And what I mean by that, you know, oftentimes. Uh, a, a person that is an NBA player or who's ever played professional sports that has lived this kind of lifestyle where there's partying, there's a lot of women, there's drugs, there's just this lifestyle of pleasing the flesh. They retire, then they want to go and try and turn on being normal guy, normal, godly, spiritual, regular life. And it's extremely hard transition because you're no longer in that environment. And, and for me, you know, even from an early age, I would say even in high school, the mindset wasn't necessarily drugs, but it was, you know, uh, it was about me. It was about the status. It was about the recognition. It was it was never kind of others focused in service. It was, you know, uh, how many women can I talk to at the same time and what can I get from them and how can they serve me and my needs? And then, you know, as you get older, then it gets to college and and a lot of a lot of guys that are you know, and I love Dr. Joe Martin says is we, we are males by birth, but we are men by choice. And a lot of a lot of guys in this atmosphere, uh, when you get to college, and you get the pros. They are men. They're, they're males, but they're not men. They're yeah. still kind of defining what it means to be a man by what the world standards are. And again, nothing, you know, the world's not going to tell you that you should should try to uh, value your purity or treat your body like a temple or like uh, being preparing yourself for, for marriage, like be that person now. So, uh, you know, I got into that, that lifestyle where it was the womanizing, it was the part, it was the partying too much. It was, uh, just living for my flesh. And the worst part for, for me was that I had grown up in the church and I known a lot of these things were not where I need to be aligning my life. If I'm going to be a Christian. Yeah. So when I, I got confronted when I actually witnessed someone living out their life as a Christian man and realized like I call myself a Christian and I've never lived my life one day like this person here and I need mm. to repent and change. And it's still been a process for me, but um, you know, throw in pornography into the mix and you know, my, my entire mindset and view on women relationship, dating sex was just completely misconstrued. And um, you know, trying to will myself never worked. There was accountability that I did have and it, it, it would work for a time and a period and a place. But as you often say, and it is so true, all behavior is rooted in belief. Yeah. And just my belief about myself and about pornography and about sex was just all off. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much how I, you know, through the cycle, as you call it, the triple threat, uh, for yeah. those who don't know, the guilt, shame, regret, that you can experience a cycle of when you're dealing with sexual sin or sin in general. I just got to a point where I got tired of it, especially when I was thinking about marriage and like wanting to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be for a long time. Yeah. So when, when you came to deep clean, yeah. yeah tell us a little, just paint a picture. So you were, you, you were yep. in a relationship, right? You and Whitney were together yep. at that point. You'd been back now in America, kind of had, um, had like surrendered your basketball career and we're transitioning now into into a new job and sort of a I guess a new lifestyle. What what made you say, okay, not only do I want to make some changes here and maybe start serving God a little bit more, but I actually want to get some professional help in this area. 
Um, well, that's why it's really so awesome for us as men to have a standard of what we're looking for in women, because I think when you meet someone that is that godly standard, like, you know, I think about the stories of the Bible, not, not, and I'm not comparing Whitney to being holy or God or anything like that. But I think about the stories in the Bible where people were, had an opportunity to see God. And the first thing they thought about was their sin because they saw the holiness, the level on which they were. And like, Oh my gosh, like if I want to continue a relationship with this woman, this cannot be a part of my life. And she yeah. sure don't said it. Cause we, we were, we were at a bar just like she was in town and we we're just having like, like she knew because we've known each other for so long. And I've shared with her in the past that I, I struggle with pornography and sexual temptation, whatever it may be. And she's just straight up told me, she's like, hey, I consider if you go, if you're going to a strip club or if you're watching pornography, it's cheating and it's a non-negotiable. And I'm like in just love with it. Out. I'm in love with this move with this woman. And like immediately it was just like a sobering thing that she said. And immediately from there, I don't know if I had. I think prior to that was when you came and spoke and the, um, the real men 300 brothers keeper. It might've been, it was before or after that. Okay. That was very, very recent. Um, and I think I had looked into deep clean before and I was like, all right, you know what? I am setting this up with Sathya. I'm getting him on the phone. Like I have tried to use willpower. I've tried all these other things. Like, I don't care how much it costs. I'm going to get this done because I don't want to get a divorce with the woman that I love before I even married. So, yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> good, man. Really good. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's legit. I knew Whitney, Whitney meant a lot to you and you could see the trajectory was not lining up with your desires, right? Like you knew something had to give. Um, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about your relationship with God as well, because I know that, um, it was quite strained when you were playing overseas yeah. and I know that was a huge priority for you as well. Um, in fact, I, I think the first time you and I spoke, I was quite taken aback because I could tell you had that, you can tell when someone has that rekindled zeal for God and right. you, you had that glow about you where it was like, I know I need to get right with God. Um, not just like a one-time decision, like, God, I'm sorry, but like you wanted to see that change in your life as well. What was going on spiritually when you uh, approached us? Oh man, if I can remember exactly, I, I just think I was just in a place of being so lukewarm, you know, that's, and that's the, another thing in the Bible talks about it, the deception of sin, um, that pretty much Satan wants to steal, kill and destroy, but also he wants to distract and make us like, and pacify the believer mm-hmm. to make us think that, Hey, you know, it's not that bad what you're doing. It's really not, but it's like, no, like sin is what put Jesus on the cross, so if we ever kind of get into a place where we're justifying or getting comfortable with sin or it's becoming desensitized to it, we're not in a, we're right where Satan kind of wants you to be. Cause then you're like an ineffective believer in the, at that point. And, and I mean, like you're not affecting and building the kingdom if you're constantly living in, in sin. So I was, I was just at a point where I was just fed up. I, I was not feeling connected with God. I was going to church. I was doing this. I kept living the cycle of feeling really good when I'd go. And then the rest of the week wasn't really there or I, mm. in my mind, knowing I need to move closer. And I just, just wasn't. And I just, yeah, just was fed up, just fed up with being lukewarm and wanted to get the blinders removed from my eye because, you know, even now, as I'm, as I'm saying it, like 
I'm convicting myself again of like, hey, all sin has separates you from God. No matter how big or small that we, you know, we, we want to put these worldly things on it. It separates you from God. Yeah. Um, and it just put me in a place where like, I'm not connected with God. I'm not living in alignment with his will. So I, and I just love so much about with deep clean, how much it helped me just grow in my faith, helped me just get closer and just put, and it's not, it's not overly complicated in the sense of like journaling consistently and, like, I just love so much how you you break that. That's the journal. The journal prompt that I pretty much love to follow the most is just like, how do I feel? Why do I feel this way? And like, what can I do about it? What can be done about it? And I just put yeah. the, use the feel wheel, highly recommend. <laughs> you know, once you get the feel wheel, never, 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 ever forget about it. Like it works great <laughs> in relationships in journaling, whatever it may be to, to have that self-awareness. Um, it, it, it really, it really affected and it helped me so much. That's amazing, man. So let, let's dig into it a little bit. So, um, obviously you come into the program, you know, when somebody joins the program, they don't always know what they're getting themselves into. They've, maybe they've heard us talk a little bit. They've heard me, they've seen me somewhere. Um, and then usually they've watched a video. So people have, you know, some grid of what's going on. Um, but I guess now that, you know, you've gone through the program, you've had some major growth points tell us a little bit, like, what were the things that really, stuck what were the things where you're like this impacted me and um and i know it it's playing a major difference in my life now well the first thing i'll i'll tell people like advice in getting to deep clean like it's not a quick easy like if you don't set intentionally time during your week you cannot wait last minute don't wait last minute to try and get all this it's not meant to do you're not meant to do the program like that you yeah. are meant to sit down for an hour if you, depending on how many videos that Sathya gives you, but let's say if you have two or three videos that 45 minutes to an hour long, you know, prioritize and make time that you're going to sit down, have time to watch the video, take it in, watch the video. He's, they're videos for a reason. He, want, he, <laughs> he put his blood, sweat, and tears in them for you to watch them, not just listen. Um, take time to sit down and journal because when I finally got time, like the one, the one, one of the videos that really, really affected me, and I would love to like, come back to it was the video of just loving yourself yeah let's talk loving about yourself through all of this that you've experienced yes like we've made plenty of mistakes that all of us can point to things in our lives that we wish we could do better but the way that our mistakes are not the way that god looks at us does he get disappointed for but there's nothing the, the bible says specifically that there's nothing that we that can happen that can separate us from the love of god yeah and being able to see that in the midst of even like literally right after a sin or right after a slip up and being reminded of that just puts you in such a fantastic place. Understanding how pornography affects the brain. That was kind of earlier on uh, in the videos. That was super looking back at my family, my, it's just say my mother and father wounds and how their upbringing affected, affected me, but yeah. love, you know, loving myself and seeing that I'm no longer an orphan but adopted and those like, Oh my gosh, that, that was such an eye opening thing for me because I know a lot of guys that end up coming to the program. Like I did either there you're coming in because something really bad happened. Maybe you got found out and you need to save your marriage. Like we're, this did not surprise God. <laughs> God is not caught off guard. You are not too far away from where you're like, God has you exactly where he wants you. If you're reaching out to Sathya, his program 
you know, for someone that for me struggling with, I think I'm 30 now, I think 13, I think what we say 15 years, 15, 14 or 15 years into pornography. I think your, your testimony is 16 years in 15. With yeah. It's 15, 15 years for me. Yeah. Like this program is made to help you have to change your life. Um, you know, one of the best questions that I, that, that you asked me, and this was early in the program, it's like, what would life look like without pornography for you? Yeah, and I was like, I remember that. <laughs> I don't even, I couldn't even fathom that. So I, I just really love so much that the program just helps you dream about your freedom, visualize that, and you take steps for it every single day and you don't beat yourself up over it. Having yeah. the progress checker, tracker, month by month, day by day, just seeing the growth. Um, man, there, there's so many things to point to, but what, whatever, whatever things that stick, that stick with you and like hold hold on to those things and, and continue to have them build into your life yeah really good man what uh what are your loved ones saying what what's the change that they observe in you from the outside um i don't know uh because i talked to you know i talked with whitney about it you know we it, it, the, we, the the disclosure um uh-huh. is what we ended up doing and, and um with me being in deep clean she was pretty encouraged encouraged by it you know I didn't go into details with everything about what the program was early on but we got to a point where she did learn more she's yeah, very sorry, encouraged by sorry, it let me pause you for a sec patrick because i this is an important detail that i think a lot of people ask about so um so you're dating whitney whitney yes. makes this statement that catches you completely off guard which is that by the way just so you know pornography any kind of sexual stuff i perceive that as cheating and yep. so that snaps you into order so you go into deep clean you decide to start doing the work um, but you you weren't like super upfront right in that moment, but you had no. every intent to talk to her when the time was right. So yeah. uh, I think it was a couple months into Deep Clean that you got engaged, something like that, right? Yes. And yes. that was that was what really kickstarted this conversation about disclosure of like, okay, it's time to have a conversation now, something a bit more forward so she understands the situation. And she knows that not only do you have a situation, but you're actually actively getting professional help to do yes. something about it. So, sorry, I just want to contextualize that a little bit because I think um, you're not the only person who's ever been in that situation. So it's good for oh, other yeah. guys to hear as well. Yeah, you know, I wanted to, and I and I think there's a lot for a lot of men that are going to be in the program. Um, yeah, there's a lot of guilt and shame that can strive to get you when it comes to disclosing and sharing. Yeah, but like I think with a lot of what I learned with with uh, the struggle with pornography that I've had, and I think for a lot of men is, you know, lack of intimacy, lack of connection. Yeah. And there's no better way, I think, to to have true intimacy with, with someone than to be known and to be fully known and to be fully loved. And there's a process for it. You know, you're not going to, and I, for me to just, you know, vomit and tell Whitney every detail of everything, you know, would that have scared her off? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. But there's a process for doing it in a way like if she and Sathya has such a great way of doing of, of helping you prepare for it, practicing with him, practicing writing. Like what's the worst thing that can happen? Being able to understand like the vulnerability is what's going to breed your relationship into mm-hmm. going to another level. You know, I thought Whitney's response was going to be harsh and, and, and fearful and all that. But no, she was so loving, understanding. Did she ask some questions? Yes, she did. But it wasn't it wasn't anything that anything close to what I imagined it to be. Yeah. And the fact that I was prepared and allowed her and, 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 you know, the thing is, I didn't think the conversation wasn't over after the one time we had more conversations about it when it came up. But 
the relief I had and the, the closeness I felt after disclosing that she still loved me, she still chose, chooses me, knowing I have my, oh my gosh, like it was, if there's anything, one of like, if there's anything from the program that I would say changed my life more than it, like that, being able to disclose that with her and my our relationship going to another level was and is one of the things I will never forget about you, Cynthia, and being in Deep Clean. Yeah, that's amazing. I love how that wind chime is going off the back too. You got a little background music while you're talking, man. Music, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's been pretty amazing. Um, the, I wonder if you can just comment on one more thing here, and then um, and then I have a different line of question for you. But uh, we were talking a little bit about the the maturation that's happened in you. Like you really matured quite quickly in a short amount of time. Um, what what do you observe? What's what like? How have you matured? since kind of going through the program and just, I, I would say, accepting everything that God was inviting you to in this last year or so? Um, the reality, I think what, what helped me mature a lot was when I was really consistent and growing and getting close to God, just seeing, and then then going to not being inconsistent, whatever it was, external trigger, whatever it may be, and just seeing how much different life was and seeing how that affected my mindset and, and other things is like, wow, like it's, it's not about, it's not about just having these one time fix, but building a life around community mm-hmm. and just cultivating this environment. Like my life was drastically, you know, my thought process, the way I spoke to people, the way I thought about myself, if I were to fall into a place where I was thinking negatively about myself, being able to like, why am I thinking this way about myself right now? Oh, I didn't get enough sleep. Oh, um, I spent a little bit too much time on Instagram. Why am I thinking these thoughts? What, the mm. the self awareness and understanding, like, okay, um, the maturity, and for us, you know, and I'll, I'll be transparent for people. You know, I had these blockers and things in the way of while, while we're doing the program, but then I purchased a television where I was able to get onto. Uh, the internet and start to peruse the internet and the maturity of being able to tell you. And then also like taking the steps of like, well, I guess I I don't need to be watching television. So like taking the TV off the wall, like that stuff. And and in the future, like I see, I don't want there to be a foothold. I don't, I can be fine without social media. I can be fine without TV. Like, what am I, who am I doing this stuff for, for people that I'm not going to see and don't really care about? No, I want, I want, I'd rather my wife and daughter and family to love and care and know that they can trust me over caring, getting likes from people that I don't really know about, talk about or see. So that the maturity in that, I used to be such a, a people pleaser in that and care so much about what other people think. And it's like, no, like the the people that I am striving to maintain, those relationships, those, those close-knit relationships, the ones that really matter, um, not that I'm doing everything for them, but... I want to make decisions in alignment to keeping that peace and love and, and trust with, with everybody. So, yeah, it's amazing, man. And you've done it so well. The one thing I've really appreciated about you is you're very intentional. And I think you, when you, when something actually sticks, like you're going to do it, you're going to hold true to it and you're, you've experienced the fruits of it now, which is really, really cool. So, um, stick, man, when it sticks, it sticks. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good quality, man. So, okay. So, you know, when you first joined the program, uh, I, I actually remember asking you that question. Okay, Patrick, what changes in your life when you get free of porn? And like, you're so articulate, you're very quick witted. And it was like, I had stopped you dead in your tracks. Um, because you had never really let yourself go there to even just imagine.
imagine and dream about what life could be like in that state. Uh, but here we are now. Uh, uh, uh. You've been through the program. You're an engaged man. Um, tell us a little bit about the future, man. What does the future hold for you now that you are through and you're on the other side here and you're going full steam ahead? Uh, the future for me. Uh, so we're getting, Whitney and I are getting married July 9th. Uh, she's in Nebraska. We're getting married in Omaha, Nebraska. Awesome. Uh, I was just up there and she lives in O'Neill, Nebraska, uh, which is about three hours from Omaha. So I was just up there for about a month and a half. I'm back down here in Jacksonville. We're going to continue to cultivate and grow and our marriage. I think, you know, technically I'm still single, you know, technically. So uh, not single in like the dating sense, but like living like I, you know, she is going to be my life and wife one day, but I still can have time now to prioritize those relationships and do things yeah. that'll help me to continue to grow. So like, I'm going to get really plugged into the church here, have a great community, um, great pastor that really knows about my struggles, knows about where I'm at. Uh, has been so loving and caring. Uh, I'm going to look to seek to enjoy more time with my family um, as we're transitioning and moving into Jacksonville. Um, you know, creating that. I'm so excited to create that routine with them, with uh, with my wife, with my future daughter. Uh, I'm going to be working a lot. I'm going to continue my work with the SEC and traveling, and hopefully this new position as well. Yeah. Um, we're going to strive to just build a, a great life and routine and not, it's not going to be based around, you know, making money or any of it's going to be around cultivating love, being responsible and just enjoying life. Um, having freedom is one of the coolest things that you can imagine. Cause it's like, you know, had I imagined, you know, what eight, eight or nine months ago that I'd be at this point, God, no, <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just so excited for just the presence, the my mind, my mind being free, um, excited for the relationships that I'm going to be able to cultivate, living in integrity, all those things. And yeah. uh, I can't wait to be, be sharing that life with Whitney. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, man. I'm super pumped for you. Um, okay. One last question, Patrick. Why, why did you almost not do Deep Clean? Uh... You know, I just was, I almost didn't do it because I, I was like, man, it's it's not going to work or something along those lines. Just yeah, thinking it was more so uh, about me. It wasn't about you or the program. It was about just the doubt I had in myself. But I was just so thankful when we had that first conversation. Um, you reassured me. And I think, you know, for some, you know, I'm fortunately, I, I you know, financially in a situation where um, it wasn't as as bad of a situation for me to take this. I was like, Hey, I want real change. Let me put my money where my mouth is and dive in. And I understand that could be an issue for some people, but you know, you're not going to get anything better. <laughs> I, I don't think, cause I've had counseling. I've had all these other things, but as far as someone that has been in the fire, been exactly where I have been um, before and could really relate to me and help me understand myself, um, I would never there. I don't think there's anything else that could, cause I've tried it all. I've tried all everything else. And, um, this was, this was out of this world. Um, yeah, I, I would not be here if I had not started deep clean, I would not be here right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if Whitney and I would still be together, honestly. Wow. Wow. Well, dude, you should be really proud of yourself. You rose to the challenge 
answered the call and it's been amazing to see what God's done in your life. And this is just the start, man. It's exciting yeah, to think about what could be ahead. Uh, Patrick, you got any final words here before we wrap up, man, for somebody who's maybe uh, thinking about taking that next step? What, what would you say to them? Oh, man, there was something I was going to say. Um, gosh. No, I think I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much that. There was a thought I had, but I lost it. it but <laughs> I think I think through with everything that was said, discussed here today, you know, I think that's more than enough to hopefully encourage whoever gets a chance to hear this to uh, to, to make the make the dive. It's, it will change your life. Yeah, amazing. Patrick, thanks again for sharing, man. Your story is going to be an inspiration to many. And um, yeah, man, just just appreciate you. Thanks again. Thank you so much, Athea. All right. Well, there you have it, guys. That was Patrick Young. And what an incredible story. Man, I love seeing what changes in people's lives when they start to get free. The relationship changes, the career changes, the spiritual calling changes. It's just amazing. And, um, you know, sky's the limit for this guy. And uh, I want to let you know that we do have a few spots that are available for Deep Clean right now. So if you're maybe listening to Patrick's story and you're going, I need that in my life. I want to see those changes. I want to do what Patrick did. Uh, We have a couple spots available right now, and I'd love for you to get one of them. All you have to do is just click the link in the show notes or go to getadeepclean.com, watch the training, book a time. I take all the calls right now. So it's not like somebody on my team. We do have a team, but I take the calls right now. So if you want to book a call with me, all you have to do is click the link. We can sit down and we can explore if Deep Clean is going to be a good fit for you and the right step uh, in your recovery journey. So uh, I'd love for you to do that. Like I said, you just have to go to getadeepclean.com and we'll take care of the rest from there. Uh, But guys, that's everything for today. And I want to just remind you, if you got nothing else from this story, just remember that freedom is available. Freedom is possible. Another person has attained it. And if he can do it, if I can do it, you can do it too. Much love to you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.